Sachane on SAFM. Thank you very much for your voice notes for the call from Lizo as well. And I think that last voice note calling on parents, what Lizo has done is exactly what parents should be doing. And we will hopefully be able to have that conversation around the the deaths of initiates with Nkosi Mpumalanga Kwati. But for now, though, on to other matters, the High Court in Pretoria has given the green light for the South African Revenue Service um, to install CCTV monitoring equipment at warehouses operated by tobacco manufacturers. This is said to be aimed at curbing the illicit trade of tobacco products that resulted in a significant tax gap, costing SARS and the Fiscus approximately 8 billion rand. However, the Fair Trade Independent Association, or the Fair Trade Independent Tobacco Association, which represents about 80% of licensed cigarette manufacturers in Southern Africa, says this is a violation of privacy. The association's Sinentlantlam uh, Guni uh, joins us now on the line. Sinentlantla, thank you very much for making time. Good afternoon and Happy New Year to you. Good afternoon and Happy New Year. Thank you for having me on your show. This High Court, of course, ruling you as an association not happy with it, a violation of privacy. But what do you make of uh, the reasons given by SARS for uh, the installing of these cameras, saying that there is an issue uh, which needs to be addressed and this is how they are at least suggesting the solution is found? Uh, Thank you for that. Um so, so I think there's a bit of a misunderstanding with the regards to the high court ruling. SARS could always, as soon as they promulgated the rule, they could have installed. What we then approached the court to do is to interdict them from doing so. The court then ruled that um, our application at that point was not urgent, but we are still free to bring that uh, interdict application in the normal course, which mm. is what we intend doing. So we're still bringing the interdict application. The horse is far from bolted in that regard. And as far as um, SARS is concerned and their reasons, I mean, we've gone on record even prior to the promulgation of this rule amendment and as far as our concerns with regards to confidential taxpayer information being disseminated by some within SARS and other law enforcement agencies to competing um, cigarette manufacturers. This is one of the many issues which we have raised both in our court papers and prior to that with SARS in our engagement with them when they initially put forward this rule amendment. Um, it's, of course, common cause that the cigarette industry is a highly competitive industry where competitors te- seek to get a competitive advantage over each other. And the intellectual property of all these manufacturers now will be at the uh, mercy of, of independent, I'm sorry, of third parties who could then obviously, um, as the risk uh, we find ourselves in, share that information with, with, with competing firms. As we know, we don't live in a, a perfect society, and mm. corruption is rife, particularly in in the public sector. So we we are, of course, quite afraid of that. Uh, also, just uh, sorry, at, sorry, Sinantanda, just to to, to a, pause there for a second, and I will allow you to get to the other points. But I want to be clear that I understood what you're saying. Part of or one of the core oppositions that your issues that you take with with this is that you are worried that. Whatever information is um, accrued, if you will, via the CCTV cameras, the footage could be then corruptly, of course, and illegally shared with a competitor. Is that where the issue lies? Of course, and of co- and and this um, concern is not based off something that is is not founded 
in, in previous experiences, it, it's, it's well documented that previously in the tobacco industry, and in, in particular a certain multinational which conducted an investigation into affairs of that particular company, found that previously they were able to get the confidential information of other manufacturers through means when they induced uh, employees of, of different um, law enforcement agencies to share that information with them. So it's This not is in South Africa? Just yes, to be clear. it is in South Africa. In South Africa. So, and it wasn't SARS itself, but other law enforcement agencies? Well, there was also information from SARS, confidential taxpayer information obtained from SARS with regards to, in particular, one of our members. So SARS itself is not immune to that, and they are are well alive to that fact. SARS, the the police, and so forth. So we we are very reluctant to put that much power in the hands of SARS when we simply, if if I want to be honest, cannot trust them with that kind of sensitive information. We we have not... Yeah, please go ahead. Let me allow you to conclude. We have not previously resisted in as far as where we thought the measures they put in place to ensure that they enforce compliance are put forward. I mean, we've allowed them previously to station um, officials at our various members' warehouses. We've allowed them to install um, counters, production counters on the machines, which which count amount, how many cigarettes a particular manufacturer manufactures without any legal challenge. So it's not a case of us being obstructive. But we feel mm. that this is a step too far. But you do not, Sinentantla, to be clear, you do not in any way deny that there is an issue with illicit trade of tobacco products and that SARS needs to do something about it, right? Not at all. I mean, if one has regard to our previous, many previous uh, press statements, we, we, we deal with that particular issue. And in fact, we, we've sat for many years on a SARS-initiated tobacco industry forum where we deal with issues of that nature. So we don't deny that. But we feel that this step, where there are other measures which SARS could implement, which which would result in in, in also curtailing the illicit trade, is a step too far. And I think there's also been an inordinate um, focus on on the on the local industry, where we know that particularly smuggling from our neighbouring countries is rampant. And and I mean it's well documented every day in the media. You see a bus at one of the various border posts. So. We feel that SARS should prioritize issues like that, but they seem to be more focused on the legitimate local manufacturers, and we do not know why that is. So just to recap, what, what, what you, you, you're making it very clear is that while there might be those who are celebrating um, this court ruling, you're saying it's far from over because as uh, the Fair Trade Independent Tobacco Association, um, you're still going to court. Definitely, definitely. On a number of fronts, I mean, we're still going to, sit the matter down for the interdict. And then, of course, there's the main matter, which started some two years ago, which, which re- seeks to review and set aside um, the, the rule amendment. And we're quite confident in as far as the case we've put forward in that regard. I mean, we feel com- that it is completely unconstitutional. It, it, it hasn't been applied anywhere else in, in, in any country which sort of respects the rule of law uh, and considers itself to to, to part of uh, mandate. So um, we're quite concerned that SARS has taken this draconian step, particularly given the fact that it's unprecedented.
All right. We appreciate your time this afternoon. Sinentlan Tamkuni, uh, who is the chairperson of the Fair Trade Independent Tobacco Association, on the back of that court ruling in Pretoria giving SARS the green light to install the CCTV monitoring equipment. He's saying um, this matter is far from being done, uh, far from being over, um, at least. It is very much a, a violation of privacy, uh, something that is unprecedented, never been done anywhere else. What precedence does it set? If there's an issue within a particular industry, and um, whether it's the revenue service or even the police for that matter at some point, saying there's a need for cameras in this space to monitor what, what is going on in order to curb some sort of illegal activity. If this does go ahead uh, within the tobacco industry, what about other industries? And then further to that, if you go to what Sinentlandler has got to say, some of the other issues that they have, and it goes back to that issue of corruption and the trust deficit that we have, um, where an industry is saying, we don't know what you're going to do with this information. And considering the levels of corruption in this country, chances are you might take that information and, and, and a corrupt individual within uh, your institution uses that uh, information or sells it to our competitor. So then, as they say on the street, what must to can happen?